Good evening, brothers and sisters. It's B. Martin Ambush here, servant leader, founding pastor of Hesed Community Bible Church, published author of Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce. I have over 20 years of ministry experience, uh, chaplain in uh, maximum security prison, chaplain in at a hospital, Henry Piedmont Hospital, for about a year also. I've counseled uh, numerous men, inmates, and officers regarding traumatic incidences in their life. Uh, so that's just a bit of my experiences and my expertise in this area. Uh, the name of this podcast, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to it. The name of this podcast is Relationships, Romance, and Reality relationships, romance, and reality. And this podcast was birthed from uh, the book that I wrote uh, last year, uh, Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen the Union and Prevent Divorce. Now, this podcast is about relationships, romance, and reality, but it's from a biblical perspective, okay? It's not from a worldly perspective. It is truly from a biblical perspective, so I will be referring to scripture from time to time and uh, throughout the course of this podcast. Amen. I want to uh, send out a happy new year blessings to all of my listeners, everyone who's listening to this, whether you're my listener or not. If you're listening to this, I want to uh, pray peace and blessings upon you and your family this new year. And I just want to remind us all, amen, that... Uh, a New Year's resolution it offends God, amen, because God wakes us up every morning, and I know the world has us conditioned to believe that, oh, I'll make a New Year's resolution. No, God wants you to make a decision every day in which he wakes us up to walk according to his word. You're already a believer. Uh, if you're already a believer, he wants you to just continue to walk the path of righteousness, to do your best, uh, to submit to him to serve him, to treat others as you wish to be treated on a daily basis. Amen. Because when we wait until New Year's, we say, well, I'm going to wait until the New Year's and I'm going to do this, or then I'm going to do that. No, God wants you to do it right now. He's a right now God just as much as he is a back then God also. Amen. So I want to encourage you, just don't have a New Year's resolution. Have a resolution every morning you wake up to thank God, to praise God, to decide to stop doing something or to decide to start doing something uh, for the glory of God. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Uh, today's podcast, today's podcast is titled, How to Know if You're Ready. How to Know if You're Ready. How to Know if You're Ready for a Relationship. Amen. I talk to singles and male and female, and uh, sometimes the question comes up or the statement is made, I'm just not ready yet. I'm just not ready yet. And that may very well be true, but I like to dig a little bit deeper and to ascertain why aren't you ready yet? Amen. Why some people are, say they're not ready yet because they are hiding, and that's okay. Some people say they're not ready yet because uh, they don't want to work on certain issues within themselves. Traumatic issues of the past, ongoing issues of the present. 
Amen. Sometimes it's hard to take a hard look at yourself. Amen. Some people say they're not ready yet uh, because they have children. Some people say they're not ready yet because they can't have children. Uh, the answers vary, but I want—I like to try to dig a little a bit deeper and to ascertain why aren't you ready yet? Because that's a indicator of, of something else, of an underlying issue. Amen. And if you're a child of God, God did not call us to be alone. And I can hear some sisters saying right now, where well, there's no good men out there and all that. Well, I tell you what, sisters and brothers, when you put yourself before the throne of God and you beseech God for that, whatever you're seeking, amen, and you're walking faithfully and obediently, listening to him, not listening to your heart, not listening to your flesh, not listening to your feelings, then God will supply that need for you. God will supply that desire for you. Amen. Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. And I'm not going to I'll only hold you about 20 minutes, 25 at the most, because most people don't want to listen that long. That's just the uh, blunt truth. Amen. So we're going to talk about today how to determine if you're ready, if you're ready for a relationship, if you're ready for romance. And if are, are you ready for the reality that it brings? Oh, that's good right there, y'all. Okay, so here we go. We're going to get into this. It's not going to be too deep. Amen. So first of all, first of all, how to determine if you're ready? You got to have your own personal prayer time with God. You got to, and I talked about this last week a little bit. You got to have a time in which you commune with God because that's what prayer is. It's communicating with God, but it's communing with God. You're submitting to God. You're going before his throne. You're seeking his face for strength, for sustenance, for perseverance, for supplication of your needs. Amen. So, and that's very important because you need to have that individual, uh, prayer time of God. You also need to have some type of family prayer time of God. And you don't need to be a prayer warrior. You just need to be able to talk to God openly and honestly about what you're dealing with, what you have dealt with, and what you may be uh, having some trepidation about dealing with in the future. Because he already knows. Amen. So we need to have a communication time, a common, common time with God individually, collectively as a family. And use this time, not, and I say prayer time, but my prayer time, use it also to meditate. Meditate where you are in your life spiritually. Think about it. Match where you're at in your life spiritually to what the Word of God is teaching you. Match where you're at in your work, in, in your life personally, financially, uh, at an employment level, or if you're in school. And what does the Word of God tell me about that? What is the Word of God teaching me about that? And talk to God about it. And this is so very important because if you can talk to God unashamedly, and uh, you you will be able to talk to your potential mate or your future spouse the same way, amen? But then secondly, you need to have a time, how to determine if you're ready for your relationship, you need how to determine if you're ready for romance and reality. You gotta have your own praise and worship time. And that's so very important, brothers and sisters. And some people might say, well, I don't have time for praise and worship. If you're driving in a car, you can have praise and worship on instead of listening uh, uh, to the radio. You can have praise and worship on instead of listening to your, your playlist on uh, Amazon or iTunes. Amen. You can have your praise and worship 
uh, while you're driving to work, driving home. And this is integral because we are bombarded with so much negativity throughout the day, so much carnality, so much just straight out sin via the television, social media, emails, radio, and the music that we listen to. So we're constantly being bombarded by that. So that's why we need to have our own praise and worship time. It doesn't matter if you're not the best singer. I'm not the best singer, but I'm going to praise and worship God. Amen. God doesn't want the best singer. He wants the person who's going to praise him sincerely. Amen. Amen. So, and that will help to prevent uh, all the clutter and all the uh, confusion uh, that we may be uh, experiencing at times. And I say clutter and confusing because some of us know what the Word of God says, but we're conditioned and we're uh, exposed to so much sin nature of this world that we forget and we start believing or we start seeing uh, wrong as right because it's just part of our culture. So you have that praise time in which you praise God yourself. You listen to some of your favorite gospel artists. You listen to some of your favorite preaching. That's part of praise and worship too, to to basically to uh, empty yourself of everything you've been taking in uh, consciously and subconsciously. And then thirdly, I'm not going to hold you much longer. Thirdly, you got to have an assessment time. Take an honest assessment of those people in your life who are who are not uh, you are not in a reciprocal relationship with with and by reciprocal I mean give and take and I like to use the three C's when I talk about relationship you're going to have three types of relationships in your life you're going to have a, a relationships that is consumer based meaning that those persons or that person all they do is take 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 from you they don't give anything back. But then secondly, you're going to have a relationship that's contributing based, meaning you have some people that they just give, give, give to you all the time, like your mother or your father. Uh, you can be a grown adult, but they're still going to look out for you. They're still going to help you to the best of their ability. But then you're also going to have a relationship that should be collaborative based collaborative base, meaning it should be reciprocated. It should be a team effort between you and her, or between you and he, or between you and your children. Amen. And this is important because uh, first of all, as a Christian, all our relationships are founded or are birth through our relationship with God in a spiritual manner I'm talking and as we continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of God's word then our relationships should flourish our relationships should be healthy now we have to got to take an honest assessment of yourself assess those people who are just takers assess those who are just consuming just taking from you and not giving anything back and I'm not talking about your children amen I'm talking about those adults in your life whether you're in a relationship with a person and all they do is take, take, take. You have to make the hard decision to terminate that relationship or to remove yourself from that relationship or to decrease the amount of time you give that person or persons. If all they're doing is taking from you, that's like a leech. That's like, that, that's not healthy. That's a form of a toxic relationship also if all they're doing is taking from you. So you have to ask yourself, you have to look in your the reality mirror of your life and ask yourself, who are the people who are just taking from me? Who are the people who are giving to me? And who are the people I'm giving to? 
And uh, you have to take have an honest heart look at yourself. Are you a consumer? Are you just taking from certain people and not giving back? That's a hard question, amen? But that's one of the ways to assess if you're ready for a relationship. Because some people, some men, some women, they like that. They like to be able to take, 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 take. And then they'll try, when they're confronted with their consumerism uh, in, within a relationship, then they try to flip the tables, amen? And that's uh, that, that's a whole different ball game. That could be a narcissist. That could be a sociopath and whatnot. But you have to take that hard look and ask yourself, are you a consumer? Are you a contributor? Are you uh, being uh, a collaborative within your relationships? And not just your personal relationships, uh, our sibling relationships, our parental relationships, our work relationships, our church relationships, because all those will give a reality picture of what we are ready for or what we are not ready for. And be honest with yourself. You might take an assessment of your life and realize there's some areas in your life you don't want to change. And that's all right, baby booger. Amen. But just know you're wrong. <laughs> if you find out there's some areas in your life that aren't uh, glorifying God, you you should want to change them. But some people, they find some wrongdoing within their personality, within their character. And instead of working on it, but they say, you just have to adjust yourself to me. Well, that's all well and good. But again, our foundational relationship was with God the Father. And God is God and God alone. He is sovereign. Amen. Meaning that we adjust ourselves to him. Amen. We submit to him. We surrender to him. We serve him. He doesn't serve us. He doesn't submit to us. Amen. So if you're finding some negative areas within your life that you're not willing to change, then you have to you have to ask that hard question or answer that question. I'm not ready for a relationship. Or you can tell that person that, hey, this is my issues and I'm not willing to work on it. And that's that. And that's up to that person uh, to make that decision. Amen. But I'm going to give you uh, three indicators, three indicators to determine if you're ready to start dating, if you're ready to enter into a committed relationship uh, leading to marriage. Now, th this is not an exhaustive list. This is what has worked for me in the past. This is some of the stuff that I teach or uh, I uh, share with people when I coach and when I counsel. Uh, first of all, again, we talked about it earlier. You have to have a self-comfort level. Are you comfortable with yourself? Do you love yourself enough to be alone? I was talking to a brother and he said, uh, he said he wanted to get in a relationship and he wanted to do it now. And, and I was like, okay, but he was seen, he seemed very pressed about it. He was uh, trying to rush the process. And he shared with me that he was just tired of being lonely. Well, brothers and sisters, that's not a reason to enter into a relationship. That, that, that is pertinent, don't get me wrong. But if you're just entering into a relationship just so you won't have to be lonely, guess what? That indicates that you're not too comfortable with yourself and no man or no woman will uh, be able to fulfill that need. Now they'll be able to fulfill that fleshly need, but I doubt if they'll be able to uh, uh, fulfill that need of emptiness that you have inside because only God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost can fulfill that need of emptiness in which He fills your, he fills your heart with His love. Amen. So we have to be comfortable uh, with ourselves because if you're not comfortable being single and lonely at times, again, no man or woman can be the solution for that. If you're not able to love yourself through self correction, 
through self-discipline, through self-love, again, no person can solve that issue for you. You have to take the long, hard look at yourself and say, am I able to love myself? Can you just sit still for a minute? Don't say a word. Just breathe and think of the goodness of God. Amen. That's that's a level of self-comfort also. Amen. And secondly, again, we talked about it earlier. Got to have communication time with God. If you're not able to honestly and openly and transparently share your, share your darkest secrets, your darkest fears, your, dark, your, your hopes, your dreams, your concerns with God, then you're subconsciously building a separation, building a wall between you and God. And if you're doing that with God in your communication time, in your communing time, then guess what? You're going to do the same thing uh, with a, a man or woman that you're in a relationship with. That's just, that, you don't have to have a degree to figure that one out. Amen. Amen. So you have to be able to openly and honestly talk. And if I know for my brothers, this has been an issue for us and for me personally, because we are conditioned, we are trained, we are taught, especially those of us who are veterans and those of us who have worked in law enforcement, you're, you're told and taught and trained to hold your cards close to the best, hold your feelings within you, hold your hopes, your dreams, your fears within you, amen, and, and don't share it with too many people, but you have to be able to share it with God, and when you uh, engage into a relationship, engage into a meaningful relationship, and you want to interrupt romance I always uh, share with people intimacy does not start it's not just physical intimacy starts with communication with that person that you uh, love communication with that person you're in a committed relationship that's where true intimacy begins and that's Bible also amen because we learned uh, over in Genesis chapter 2 and 3 that God came he would commune with Adam in the cool of the day that's intimacy y'all that's communication God didn't have to come and commune with Adam and walk with him throughout the garden. No, he didn't have to do that, but he was doing that to teach you and I a lesson about communication and the intimacy uh, that we have within communication. But then lastly, the last indicator to determine if you're ready or not, consecration. Consecration. Are you setting aside a portion of your life to get closer to God? Are you setting aside your body, your your fleshly desires, those those desires you want have sexual desires? Are you willing? Are you able to be celibate? Amen. Are you able to uh, refrain from having sex in order to consecrate your life to God first and foremost? Are you willing to consecrate your thinking? Amen. Because we still have that sin nature. We still have some crazy thoughts that go through our, our heads. At least I do. Y'all might not, but I do. We, so we have to consecrate ourselves mentally when we find any thought uh, rising up against the word of God. We must cast it down with the word of God. Then visibly, what are you watching? What are you watching on TV? What are you watching on social media? Amen. You have to consecrate your eyes you, audibly. What are you listening to? On the radio, what are you listening to on the TV? What are you listening to uh, on your computer? Amen. So that's a form of consecration in which we're setting aside our physical desires, our mental, our psychological thinking, our visual, visual, uh, what we're watching and what we're hearing. And also, I want to say who we're again. That goes back to uh, uh, who we are interacting with, the type of relationships we are having. So those are just three 
indicators to determine if you're ready for a relationship yet. Amen. And you can use these indicators even if you're married. Amen. If you're brave enough and courageous enough to to talk about this with your spouse and to to try to grow from whatever place you're at in your marriage. Amen. Amen. Because we know as uh, I'm I'm divorced, but when I was married, we know there's ups and downs within our marriage. There's roller coasters. There's uh, times in which you gotta take care of the kids and work, and you only see your spouse maybe a couple hours out the day of that because you're on different schedules. So those are just some of the ways that we can determine uh, if we're ready for a relationship and to uh, assess our, even if you're in a committed relationship, even if you're married right now, these steps, these, uh, the, these, this process will work for you also. Well, brothers and sisters, I just hit the 20 minute mark. Again, I just, I don't hold you too long. I have other uh, podcasts on there that you can listen to. Uh, I pray that if this has been a blessing to you, that you would tell somebody about it, that you would share it with someone. I'm going to share it on my Facebook page also. So brothers and sisters, until uh, we meet again next week, peace and blessings to you and your family.